Welcome to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him at God's Five Minutes at gmail.com. Now, here's Ed Wilson with God's Five Minutes. Hello, friends. When Judah was on the verge of being carried captive into Babylon, God sent his prophet with this message to Judah's neighbors found in Jeremiah 12. Thus saith the Lord against all mine evil neighbors that touch the inheritance which I have caused my people Israel to inherit. Behold, I will pluck them out of their land and pluck out the house of Judah from among them. After that I have plucked them out, I will return and have compassion on them and will bring them again, every man to his heritage and every man to his land. And if they will diligently learn the ways of my people, then shall they be built in the midst of my people. But if they will not obey, I will utterly pluck up and destroy that nation. God's evil neighbors were the Moabites, Ammonites, Syrians, Edomites, and Egyptians. God had caused his people to inherit first his holy religion, and then the land he had promised Abraham. Judah's neighbors had interfered with both, stealing and defiling the land and undermining the religious principles of the divine law. Long ago, God had commanded, Touch not mine anointed, and also touch not their inheritance. And he hadn't forgotten that. His pledge here is that he would break the power of these evil neighbors had gotten over his people with a sort of gentle violence, force them to pay restitution for the stolen spiritual and material damage done, and even offer up hope for their own souls in the process. This promise was fulfilled when Darius freed the Israelites, not because they had won freedom by force of arms, but simply because God moved on him to do so and permitted them to return to their homeland. Darius' dominion was large, and his decrees granted liberties to Jews across its width and breadth. Jerusalem was rebuilt, a reconstructed temple rose from the ruins of Solomon's old structure, and the worship of Jehovah in the sacred manner resumed. The Jews had learned the painful lesson of not worshiping idols so thoroughly. Their education has lasted to this day. Never again did pagan gods defile their land. But maybe the most amazing part of this scripture is the promise God offered to those evil neighbors, who after all were not Abraham's seed, not heirs to the promise, yet nevertheless eternal souls in need of mercy from heaven, just like their Hebrew contemporaries. If they will diligently learn the ways of my people, then shall they be built in the midst of my people. And the reciprocal of the promise, if they will not obey, I will utterly destroy. The slow tolling of the centuries has kept its measured beat in time, has revealed the decision made by the evil neighbors. Perhaps there were those who chose God's way and found his promise true. But the rulers and religions of that part of the world had not been a credit to their people and cannot be shown to have had God's favor. So much for evil neighbors, Ammonites, Moabites, Syrians, Egyptians, one and all. The literal part of the prophecy concerning them has come and gone, lost in the ages, long ago fulfilled, and been replaced with new messages from heaven. The scripture's relevance to us is that it is a prophecy as well of the Messiah and of the Church of God. She has never gone into Babylonian captivity, but she has had evil neighbors. There are those who hate her standards, which are really God's standards, and work by every means to mock, undermine, change, or destroy them. Evil nations use imitation Christianity to capture unwary souls who else would find their way to a higher and holier life. 
It is God's intention to pluck those snared in cages and haunts of deception to gently lead them to a blessed unity with their own spiritual kinsmen. Many institutions, many edifices of higher education and national leaders are bitterly opposed to clear gospel teachings on gender, marriage, morality, and the old time-tested laws of right and wrong. The church appears on many fronts to be in sharp decline, engaged in a battle she cannot win. Friend, Judah did not win her freedom by military might. God brought the Israelites home. He will bring his people home today. Have you talked to him today? You have been listening to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him by email at g-o-d-s-f-i-v-e minutes at gmail.com. Tune in next time to hear more encouraging thoughts from God's Word on God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. The world is in chaos. You're here for a purpose. What does the Bible have to say about it all? I'm Mark Taylor, host of Crosspoint podcast and radio show, and I'd like to invite you to join me each week as I navigate the complexities of faith, culture, and personal growth. Each week, I interview a different guest who is making an impact on the culture for God's kingdom. Whether you're seeking spiritual guidance, true information, or a fresh perspective, this podcast equips you to discern truth in today's chaotic world. When Christianity intersects with everyday life, that's where you'll find Crosspoint, sometimes discussing the issues that some churches don't want to talk about. Look up Crosspoint with Mark Taylor wherever you get your podcast produced by KNO Radio and the Sky High Podcast Network.